Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 170. When you lead by example, you give others permission to do the same. It would be easy to tell people what to do, but I find it's better to show people what you know or what you're learning or how you are developing yourself or your perspective and leaving that openness and flexibility to allow others to you know, feel that same and reflect and, and mirror, if you will, and think about it for themselves, right? And the reason I thought about this is, uh, you know, a lot. Well, okay, it came from two specific quotes I was reading online. One came from Rick Rubin, the famous music producer, extraordinaire, visionary artist, uh, and author. Not a music artist himself, but um, but and an interesting story about him is that. Um, he was not musically inclined by way of, of instrumentation. And he was asked in, in several interviews, well, how is it you're able to be like this, you know, lifelong music producer? And he's like, I have taste. Like, I know, I know a right sound and, I, and I, can, I can get that out of people, right? And he said this quote, your self-expression allows the audience to have their own self-expression. And what I loved about this, especially because he was doing a book tour about his book and he was talking about when you are like, don't make things for for others because you think they'll love it. Make things that you love, right? And you'll give others permission to do the same or you'll give people new perspectives that they maybe didn't know of. And I get it mainstream thinking is usually like, oh, well, if you want to get the popularity right away, or if you want to, um, you know, get into the the game of, of being known for things that other people are known, it's, you can fall into the inauthenticity trap, or not even inauthenticity trap, I don't want to call it that, because maybe that's not what you mean to do, or someone means to do, uh, just more so that, oh, well, people like this thing, and so therefore, like, I can do that too, and I want to bring this thing in, and I say, don't do that, bring what you feel even if it is those things but at least it's your own perspective and i love that that's why he said your self-expression allows the audience or anybody that is watching you develop and communicate and express your ideas and your art and your work and your talent it gives them their ability to do the same and you don't need other people to love what you do. You need to love what you do. So you definitely can't just make things for other people to love it. You have to love it yourself. And the bonus is other people liking what you do. That is a very healthy, but, you know, process oriented way of being because you have to really let your ego, um, go in that manner where, you're not caring about other people's opinions. You're caring about, can you make your art or the or your work? And it could be, again, as you guys always hear me say, in any background, I don't care if it's a lawyer, a doctor, an artist, a painter, a sculptor, a gardener, it doesn't matter, anything. Can you be so enthralled with your work that you allow your soul to come through it and you're able to develop it in such a manner that it inspires others 
to do the same, whether it is in your industry or in something else. Your self-expression allows the audience to have their own self-expression. And, you know, so a few points that I, I thought of for Rick Rubin's, uh, you know, quote, and then I also want to discuss another one from Jack Butcher, creator of Visualized Value. Um, so my thoughts on, on this, your self-expression allows the audience to have their own self-expression. Never make for the audience what you think they'll love, as I mentioned. Make for yourself what you know you'll love. And that'll give others permission to do the same. Two things happen when you make things you know you'll love. You'll continue to treat it with love, honesty, and respect. And you, as you grow it, you will then be a representation of that and inspire others, hopefully, to do the same for themselves, no matter what their industry or calling is. And two, you will attract people to you that look at your way of doing things as a means to learning a different perspective than they might have have otherwise seen. You're, you're opening up communication versus just saying, no, these are things that need to be said only at, at you and, and to you and this is what how you should do it and this is the trend and this is like, no, 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 no. Never make for the audience what you think they'll love. Make for yourself what you know you'll love. And the right people will find you in the right time. In the beginning, it might just be the ones that are wanting to have that conversation that will grow substantially over time and so too will your work and so too will the way you express your your work and as that takes place you'll be prepared as the conversation begins to expand to a much larger audience two when you do things with your soul you will act as a mirror for others prompting them to reflect on themselves when you do things with your soul so he said, your self-expression allows the audience to have their own self-expression. What did I say? When you lead by example, you give others permission to do the same. When you lead by example, when you lead with your soul, you will give others permission to start or prompt them to reflect with their soul. I, anything that I create, I want to spark the... In, within you, your own conversation with your soul. That's the whole, like, the niche is you is a way, is like an ode to saying you should definitely look into all the things that you came here with and all the things that you want to explore and not ignore them. And so when I write or produce or create or design or build... I'm always putting my soul into it in a way that I want any of you to feel it and understand it in a way that makes you want to do the same in your own way for you. So your self-expression allows the audience to have their own self-expression. The third point I was going to say about his quote is you're not trying to chase the world. You're trying to contribute to it. So if you're constantly making for the world to love it, you will it's possible to second guess yourself. It's possible to have doubt. It's possible to, to type cast yourself, you know, put yourself in a box. It's, it's possible to, you know, always feel like you're trying to catch up to others. Instead, stop trying to chase the world, contribute to it. When you put your authenticity and who you are into the things that you want to create and deliver to the world, you are now contributing to it. There isn't any catching up that you need to do and there isn't any chasing. All that happens from that is attracting. You will begin to attract people to your work. 
uh, fans of your work or, you know, um, new opportunities, the right people, the right, the right situations, the right environments. Of course, you got to manage with your intuition along the way. (laughs) But um, because, you know, a lot of opportunities will come your way. Not all opportunities are the ones you want, but at least you'll be attracting them. You're not here to chase the world. You're trying to contribute to it. And your contribution, you will attract. That's why when you hear people say, you know, give to receive, and, you know, and you, you hear it in the, the Torah and the Bible, and you, you see it in some places when you give to receive, right? Contribute to attract. Serve. And the rest will follow. And then the fourth and fifth point I thought about for Rick Rubin's uh, quote and I said, when you lead by example, you inspire others to take the lead instead of follow. Um, it's great, you know, in the day and age that we live on with social media uh, and, you know, we all have audiences. Some are smaller than others. Some are midsize. You know, mine started recently really rapidly growing. And, you know, it's something to think about is that I don't look at I, I look at the responsibility of if people are attracted to your work inspire them to hopefully do the same for themselves not to just be it's great to have a fan or somebody who follows your work but i want any person that does to think about how they are doing something of the same for themselves not the same mediums or the same outlets or the same way i'm doing things but i look at it as um you know how can we create more leaders in this world how can we have more people trusting themselves to take chances on themselves, to invest in themselves, to do the work, to have accountability, to have responsibility, to have faith, to have patience, to build, to lead? You know, I think the goal for all of us is we don't want more followers. We want more leaders. We need a lot more leaders in this world. Instead of delegating off to others to make the decisions for us, we need to be very active in our own decision-making, in our own creativity, in our own contribution, right? And then the fifth point I was going to say to this is when you share your perspectives, you prompt new discussions. Now, obviously, in in an online world, in a very internet-driven world, uh, sometimes those discussions go a (laughs) a little wild, you know, and you get a lot of arguing going on. Um... What I'm really saying is it's nice to look at, uh, let's say, an industry and say, hey, I've been looking at this industry and this is great. Um, Here's another perspective I want to add to it. Here's a deeper way to expand the contribution of what this particular thing does or can do better. And then what I think, what I believe, what I know, what I've seen now is it prompts new discussions. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming more from a place of not in delivering this is how I see it and this is the way it is. I'm, I'm, I'm looking more from an expansive way of saying when you want to make something better, you dive further into the details and bring your own, you develop your own unique perspective and you can share that and that helps prompt new discussions that might not have otherwise have been happening. Again, if we're constantly creating more leaders, constantly creating more uh, conversations that expand our creativity and what we bring and contribute to the world, when more of that is happening, less of the chaos is happening that we're at times seeing, right? Now, the second quote uh, that I thought was really good that I read came from Jack Butcher. He created Visualize Value. He 
it was he's a, he got a multitude of things that he's done. He's very multifaceted. Um, he created a, a, a massive community online um, from his account Visualize Value, where he was using minimalist graphic design to depict uh, everything from stoicism and philosophy to business and marketing to uh, you know new perspectives on on life, leadership, you know all these things. Uh, and he's he's gotten quite sizable online. And I love that he said, make art that makes artists. Make art that makes artists. And this kind of goes along with the lines of what I was just saying. Like, you know, lead to make more leaders. When you lead by example, you give others permission to do the same. Make art that makes artists. I and, and I had a few different thoughts about that where I thought first, make something different, even if it's to an already existing space, so you can expand it and then encourage others to do the same. Make something different, even to an already existing space. Like, again, bring your soul through it to help expand it. That will then encourage others in the space to do that as well. You know, it's interesting. There's a, uh, there's a movie with uh, um, Bradley Cooper, and uh, it's called, I think it's called Burnt, if I remember correctly, 2016. Uh, he's a chef. And he uh, he ends up leaving the chef world. He was at one point rising to extreme fame for being that good, and uh, he leaves the chef world uh, for sobriety reasons, etc. In the in the movie, um, and then wants to make a return several years later. And you know, a few of the people that uh, were his colleagues at one time, uh, you know, <laughs> ran into a few issues with him before he left. He he really made a mess of things, but on his return. One, one of the, uh, the competing chefs was, uh, used to be one of his closest friends. And uh, they were very much, very competitive with each other. And um, there's an incident towards uh, later on in the movie where, um, you know, the, the competitive uh, friend tells Bradley Cooper, you know, you got it all wrong. Like, we need you. Because, you know, the, the Bradley Cooper's character was kind of thinking like his friend was being you know, an ass and, you know, and the, the competitiveness and it's just all these things. And he said, no, you don't get it. He's like, you're better than all of us. You're the best. And Bradley Cooper was taken aback. Like, what do you mean? Like, we have such a rivalry. And he goes, we need you. You do think he's telling him you do things in this industry that without you, we wouldn't be able to do as well. That's what I'm talking about do things within the things that you love you don't even understand sometimes the responsibility you have you may not have even scratched the answer to your calling and i want you to understand that it is way bigger than that i literally am making in one of my pieces of apparel that i've been wearing and that people have been asking me about when i say nah bigger like signed by god like you don't even understand that the calling is just the start because the responsibility and this is a healthy responsibility. No, this isn't a, an overwhelm. This is a, this should make this should excite you. Is that the calling is just the start for you to get in the game. You'll be able to do things that will help prompt others within that same category to even become better at it. The responsibility is vast. The vision is huge if you allow it to come through. And the second thought I had to back this up was what you make creates a culture of makers. What you make creates a culture of makers. You lead by example, you prompt others to do the same. 
what you make creates a culture of makers because those same makers look to you to see how you're doing something and then say, how can I add to this or make it even better? And by the way, any of you stuck in the ego or any of you that know from your bosses, if you're in the nine to five, I've seen this in the, you know, in the corporate world, you know, the ego is so powerful. It's funny when they don't want people who are better than them around them because it's like they're worried about losing their jobs. I'm like, that is a horrible way of thinking. I want the best of the best of the best around me. I want the best around me. So I constantly can keep learning and iterating in my own processes. It doesn't make me think I'm any less best. I do think I'm the best at what I, at the different things that I, I love to do that are unique to me. It doesn't mean that I don't need even better around me. <laughs> of course I do, you know, but ultimately what each of us makes should create a culture of more people wanting to do that same thing or not same thing, but, you know, wanting to take that approach and build out whatever their thing is, or if it's in the same industry, make their work even better and vice versa. And to that, to the third point, I say, make stuff that encourages others to make more stuff. A community of creators innovates the rest of the world. Instead of just, this kind of goes back to the whole leader follower thing. Don't create simply to have fans create to make more creators don't create to have more fans create to make more creators when more creators are creating again less of the troubles that we are sometimes seeing in the world happening when we are in creation we are con in connection when we are in connection we are in expansion and we're building and we're growing and we're helping each other and we're moving we're making things happen and this isn't just like blind optimism. This is rational, you know, rational optimism. <laughs> you know, it's like it's it makes sense. We should do stuff that makes sense. So make stuff that encourages others to make more stuff. A community of creators innovates the rest of the world. And then finally, I, I wanted to say to Jack Butcher's um, quote, you know, your art can teach valuable skills, techniques, and ways of thinking that budding artists can adopt and adapt. So you're also paying it forward. We're not just creating a culture of more makers and creators. We are also paying forward the knowledge, the newness, the techniques, the, the, the ways of thinking about things in effort to let the newer artists come through, mold it and shape it in new ways. This is nothing new. But if we allow that to have free flow more easily, you know, um, we would, again, kind of go goes back to we'd be making more stuff that encourages others to make more stuff and so forth and so on. So, again, I thought I'd take this in a different uh, direction than you guys probably thought when I said when you lead by example, you give others permission to do the same, because that's exactly what both of these quotes represent. When you do you you give others permission to do themselves as well. Like they can, they can be themselves. They can flourish. Right. So try that. <laughs> I appreciate you guys always tuning in. I feel like that, like that was it. That was like, there was that, that, that just encapsulated the whole thing. So I appreciate you guys tuning into each and every single episode. Please check the show notes. The free masterclass on clarity, on time, on auditing your time, on your goal setting. You guys, 
Seriously, I mean, I'm not a big wait till, you know, the next year, wait till January 1st. I say do it immediately, like as in today. Um, so, but there's a whole goal setting thing in the Clarity Workshop. Check it out in the show notes. It's Masterclass, free Clarity Workshop. Uh, recommended book list. Check out the, the Masterclass I just dropped recently. I haven't been talking about it too much just yet. But if you are looking to be more organized in your creativity and actually give it a voice, Masterclass in there should help you as well. And that's called the Niches You Masterclass. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning into every single episode, each and every single day. I really do appreciate it. Please leave a five-star written review on Apple and a five-star review on Spotify. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.